King Sripal and Maina Sundri. Once upon a time, the kingdom of Champanagar was ruled by King Singrat, who had a son named Sripal by his queen, Kamalprabha. When Sripal was five years old, his father died. King Singrat's ambitious brother, Ajitsen, took this opportunity to seize the throne. In order to make his position as king secure, he was keen to get rid of Sripal. When Kamalprabha became aware of Ajitsen's vicious plan, she fled from Champanagar with her son. Learning about her escape, Ajitsen sent his trusted soldiers to pursue her. As the soldiers got close, she did not know how to save her son. She saw a group of lepers, and in desperation, she asked them to take her son into their custody. They warned her about the risk of her son contracting the disease of leprosy from them. However, she had no choice if she wanted to save her son, so she entrusted her son to them. Sripal grew up to be very bold and handsome. The people of the leper colony became very fond of him and took great care of Sripal. Ultimately, Sripal contracted leprosy. When he became a youth, the people made him their leader and named him Umar Rana. Under his leadership, the group traveled from place to place and one day arrived at the city of Ujjaini, the capital of the Malwa region. King Prajapal was ruling there. He and Queen Rupsundri had two intelligent and beautiful daughters, Surusundri and Mainasundri. The king loved both of them and made adequate arrangements for their training in the arts and crafts, which the girls mastered in due course. One day, the king decided to test their knowledge and called them in the assembly hall. He asked a number of questions to Surasundri, who gave satisfactory replies to all of them. At the end, the king asked her by whose favor she got all her skills and also the amenities and luxuries that she enjoyed. The girl humbly replied that she gained all that by the king's favor. Pleased with her replies, the king decided to reward her appropriately. Then he asked several questions to Maina Sundri. She too gave satisfactory replies to all his questions. At the end, the king asked her the same question that he had asked Surusundri. He had expected Mena to give an identical reply and thus please him. However, Mena had total faith in the religious philosophy she had studied at length. She firmly believed that everything that she had received has, had been the result of her karma. She must have earned good karma in the past that resulted in the happy situations that she was undergoing. If she did not have that karma to her credit, no one could bestow happiness on her. She therefore replied, O oh Father, the great King, with due respect to you and all the comfort that you provide, I am only here because of my meritorious punya karma. Everyone gets whatever is written in his or her destiny due to his or her karma. You cannot give or take away anything. Everything that she had received had been the result of her karma. She must have earned good karma in the past that resulted in the happy situations that she was undergoing. If she did not have that karma to her credit, no one could bestow happiness on her. The king was exasperated to hear the unexpected reply. He repeatedly asked her to consider how she could have obtained anything without his generosity. Mena replied that everything, right from her being born as his daughter up to her present situation, could occur solely as a consequence of her good or bad karmas, and no one could have made any difference. 
the king grew angry with her unexpected persistence. He could not believe that the girl could have received anything without his favor and did not agree that everything happens according to one's own karma. He therefore decided to teach her a lesson and asked his men to find the ugliest man in Ujjaini. The men spotted Umarana and brought him to the court. In utter disdain, the king instantly got Maina married to Umar. He gave them some basic things and a small house and asked Maina to undergo the result of her karma. Rupsundari was very unhappy at the sudden turn of events in her daughter's life, but she could not speak against her husband's will. On the other hand, the king looked for a suitable match for Sursundri in appreciation of her replies and had her married to Prince Aridman of Shankpuri. Maina was deeply religious. She accepted Tripal in the guise of Umar as her husband and took care of him. She went to temples and heard the sermons of monks along with him. One day, Maina Sundri and her husband went to see Acharya Munichandra and talked to him about their problems and his leprosy disease. The Acharya was a well-known scholar of the time. He advised them to go through the penance of Ayambaloli, known as Navbat, which can cure all types of diseases. The Navbad Aradhana is observed by meditation and practicing a penance called Ayambil. Ayambil is observed by having only one meal a day of very plain food without any spices, milk, sugar, salt, oil, butter, fruits, or vegetables. Meanwhile, one meditates upon the Navbad. The Navbad are the Arihants, Siddhas, Acharyas, Upadhyas, Sadhus, Jnan, Darshan, and Charitra, and Tap. This penance and meditation is to be observed for nine days, twice a year, during the months of March and April, and twice a year during the months of September and October. The couple was to do this penance for four and a half years, resulting in nine Ayambam Olis. Accordingly, Maina and Sripal devoutly observed the Navbad worship and penance with all its vitality. The result was miraculous. Sripal's skin disease started fading, and in due course he was totally cured of leprosy and regained the skin that he had before contracting the disease. Now he looked like the handsome prince that he had been. Maina was hap very happy with this result and thanked her karma for that change too. Since the change was apparently brought about by the devotion to the Navbad and practicing the penance, both of them continued to observe it. Once while they were at a temple, Queen Rupsundari saw them. She was shocked to see that her daughter was with a handsome man instead of the leper to whom she was married. Maina understood her anxiety and explained in detail everything that had happened. Rupsundari was extremely pleased to hear that. She told the king that Maina's persistence about the theory of karma had been proven right. The king now realized the truth. Deep in his heart, he used to curse himself for bringing misery into his lovely daughter's life. Now he became happy and invited his daughter and son-in-law to stay with him in the palace. Sripal's real identity was revealed to all and by fortunate coincidence, his mother arrived at the palace and stayed with them. Once, there was a royal procession in which Sripal was seated on an elephant along with the king. During the procession, someone pointed a finger at Sripal and asked a relative who he was. The man replied that he was the king's son-in-law. Sripal heard that and became sad that he was being identified by his relationship with his father-in-law. 
He felt that one should gain fame from one's own efforts and not from association with relatives. He therefore secured permission from Mena and the king and set off by himself on an auspicious day. He traveled far and wide, visited many places, and boldly faced the adversities that he encountered. During that period, he did not forsake his devotion to Navbud. Consequently, he successfully survived all the ordeals. As was the custom at that time, he married many girls and amassed great wealth and many followers. Eventually, equipped with that, he came back and camped outside Ujjaini. His army was so large that it virtually surrounded the city. King Prajapal initially thought that some enemy had come with a large force to conquer Ujjaini. When he came to the camp, he was greatly pleased to recognize his son-in-law. Sripal then entered the city, where he was given a hero's welcome. His mother and Mena were anxiously awaiting his arrival and were very happy to see him. Sripal happily spent some time with Mena, who was dearest to him. Then he decided to regain his original kingdom of Champanagar. He sent a message to his uncle Ajitsen to leave the throne that he had seized. Ajitsen was, however, too proud to give it up. Therefore, Sripal invaded Champanagar with his vast army. Ajitsen put up a tough fight. However, his army was no match for Sripal's. In the fight, Ajitsen was captured and Champanagar was taken over by Sripal, who then gracefully released his uncle from captivity. Ajitsen now felt that his days were almost over and decided to renounce the worldly life. Thereafter, Sripal happily passed the rest of his days as king of Champanagar.